Welcome to I Like the Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like the Way You Work It, with your host, Jeff Welch. What is up? This is Jeff Welch back with another episode of I Like the Way You Work It. Today I'm sharing a conversation with my good friend Lauren Hattie, who is a freelance graphic designer here in Fairbanks. And we talk about things like the importance of developing trust uh, and how that uh, is beneficial both in a professional and personal way. We talk about the importance of good design and how that can set you apart from your competition. We talk about the importance of knowing where your logos are, which seems simple, but uh, we both have had the experience of running into uh, people and organizations over and over where some of those assets aren't necessarily filed very well. Uh, And there's such an important thing for a business to have. So she is someone who I I value her smarts and I value her friendship very much, uh, so much so that that my wife and I, we get together with her and some other friends for Friendsgiving every year around Thanksgiving. Um, She's just good people and uh, she has so much great insight into why design matters. And, you know, she's funny. That that doesn't hurt either. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. I hope that you enjoy our banter. And if you get nothing else, I hope you get that knowing where your logo is really, really matters. Enjoy. Can you hear yourself okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it too much? I No, I sound like I'm on fresh air. Yes. Uh, automatically, Next. when you put headphones on, I've completely changed my voice. No one will recognize this as me <laughs> because this is not how I sound. Well... I think everyone either feels like they sound different when they're being recorded, or in your case, it sounds like you're being completely Yeah, no, I'm doing it purposely no. <laughs> because it sounds more pleasant than my real voice. Separate two eggs. <laughs> okay, sorry. Perfect. No, it's, <laughs> it's good stuff. I love it. Okay. Uh, I would like to call this meeting of the Mutual Admiration Society. Uh to here, order? Here? To order? Is that what we get? I that's, believe so. That's how you do a meeting, yeah. I think. Do you have a gavel? I do not have a gavel right. or, I mean, I've just got this table. Okay. But Well, a Sharpie is appropriate. It is. We have, we have a Sharpie and a table, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all that's required for a meeting of the Mutual Admiration Society. Absolutely true. Uh, so we've been chums. Is okay. That a fair assessment. I we've never assessed it that way, but I don't think that's unfair. Okay. Okay. We for for some time now. I mean, it's been a hot minute. How many years has it been now? Because it's always a different number than I think it could possibly be. <laughs> uh, going into seven. Oh no! Is that possible? I would have said five, but what? I don't. <laughs> How do I mean so little? It's no, what it's... year is it? <laughs> I'm I like, believe it's still 2019. Okay. We met. Okay, so in... so let's go back there. Wh- when did we meet? Do you remember the circumstances of our meeting? Do, do you need me to get the data? No, you I, know it's on I've, my calendar. I've got them. Oh, the, you. This is this is. I forgot. This isn't. You've already planned this. They don't know this. Who is they? Is Whoever's there someone listening? listening? <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Well, I mean, ostensibly, <laughs> someone could be listening. I make no That's promises. True. Your mother. Yes, she will listen. Um. 
midway through 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's that's seven years. Yeah. I mean, going on. Yeah, that's what nigh we're, on we're, seven years. Yeah, nigh on. Nigh on. Um, yes, not quite there, but close to seven years. Yeah. More over six and a half. So we that's shocking. We actually. were in a meeting together. It's true. I didn't know you existed. I didn't know you. I sort of knew you existed more okay. than you knew I existed. I think. Okay. But only you in were the way. a fairly fresh transplant to Fairbanks yes. at that point. Yeah, I had been here less than six months at that time. Yeah. April 4th, 2012 was the day of my arrival here. Your arrival. the Great White North. Yes. When the earth shook and everything changed Nothing has ever been the same. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, I think there is some argument as to whether I uh, wanted you to be my friend or you wanted me to be your friend. There's an argument about that? I believe so. Oh, I didn't know that was a point of contention. Which well, way do you think contention. it is? Contention. You're leading me here like a horse to water. To water. Which uh, which way did you think it was? Because well, uh, I know which way it was. But No, I, I, I left that meeting thinking, this is a cool person. We should be friends. Really? Yes. Were you even in the friend-making game at that point in your life? Well, I've, I have... A long history of having at least a friend. Right, but you already had one, I think. You're, I supplanted I that have. person. <laughs> <laughs> they no longer exist. Well, I no, I, I don't, I, I don't remember it quite that way. <laughs> but I do remember. Yeah, I, I just, I was super impressed by you in that meeting, and it was clear that we had at least some things in common, like sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And can I ask a question on? Sure. I mean, what I, I, about it? What about me were you impressed by? Oh Lord. You, see, you're all prepared. Oh, with I the am prepared. I, I, can, I can answer this. I just love how you've turned this around to. <laughs> what nice things could you like? I already have nice. I would things like planned you to brighten here. my January here. Mm, hashtag mm-hmm. brighten January. Uh, so uh, right off the bat, like you were funny. Honestly, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't remember yeah. being like uber professional and no, adding a lot of content that to this meeting. Have made me like you. Oh, that's not what you're impressed by. Yeah, I mean oh. that. That's not generally the thing. Wow, that was a incredibly professional person like me. Right, that's so, true. Because yeah, because I, I most tend people to be are impressed by the things they like in themselves. Formal. Like, oh, there's some more of that. Yeah, in and another so person. I, yeah, I think that you you meet some people sometimes, and you just sort of let's this magical little click, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna think the same things are funny. Yeah, and 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 it's it's that's really most of it. Yes, and and yet we have a thousand different major differences. Almost all the major about. things are different. Yes, you are convinced. That I only listen to Lilith, Lilith Fair. Fair music. You you are basically Lilith no. Fair still. I, You're the I, only one. At it's some point, we're Sean. going to record a conversation about like top five albums if they were the last five albums we could listen to in our lives. You know what would be neat? And none of them are Lilith Fair-ish. That's not true at all. For me. Hashtag Sean Colvin. Um, it would be, make, we could do she's, something she's like that six. if we had a podcast. Uh, so you want to get into that? <laughs> you thought I was going to be on your podcast and I, not bring up I our podcast? I literally wasn't going to bring it up just for the sake of... But you just said we should someday have a recorded conversation about this well, topic, about the two of us actually, that's different. It's actually going to be on video. I've already planned it. Oh, and I'll is Sean Colton going to be on, there? I don't think she's going to be there. Have you asked? But it would be cool. Yeah. I mean, she could sing the phone book and I would be like, this is oh, an amazing song. I would shove a butter knife into my eardrum. Eight, six, seven, five, five three. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Two-Tone is coming yeah, to this now? Yes. Okay. She's going to cover that. Uh, we both enjoy baseball quite a bit. That is accurate. Uh, we uh, root for different teams in different leagues, which probably right. makes it easier to, Absolutely. to tolerate. Yeah. I don't um, have to be a complete hater. 
Yeah. Uh, and so that immediately when I find out someone likes baseball, I, I, I know they're a smart person. I concur. Yeah. That seems to be a, a strong identifier. I agree. Yeah. And just that you will have some baseline to, you know, continue a conversation with that person. Because mm-hmm. you can sort of, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, any common interest, you have a language, shared language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is very important. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate, you do it much better than I do, because I don't talk I like wherever people. this is going. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but already it sounds fascinating. That's a long list, but I'll just start with the one. Um, you have a better baseball vernacular than I do by far hmm. because I follow one team only. I mean, now I follow yeah. Yankee stuff, you know, cause mm-hmm. I have a, cause I put the a alert on my to. phone for you. Um, that's, that's a big deal. It, it is a big deal because people talk about the Yankees an awful lot. <laughs> so I'm blowing up pretty often about them. Um, but no, you have a much better baseball vernacular than I do. So sometimes it's just fun to listen. I'm like, uh huh. Mm. That that's a thing. Yeah, you got it. That's funny because I feel like all I, the only thing I pay attention to is the Yankees. At some point in the baseball season, I'm like, wait, are there other teams oh, that I should too. like? Who is good this year? I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, it'll be so, like nearing the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what the the when, who? When did they get good? <laughs> yeah, they I was like in the conversation. I thought they were being sold. Yeah. to <laughs> hockey or something. They were so been so <laughs> bad for so long. Being traded to the NHL. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they good, were going to be ice sports people good. now. And so, but my assessment of your intelligence level was correct. Oh, because has that been? I mean, born out over the well, years. I mean, not many people get to skip grades. Oh my gosh! And this I, is certainly. If I was a, a touching person, to I would shake your hand just for having said that. Yeah, in a but you you avoid form. most of that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, uh, I just skipped a grade, so let's not blow it too out of proportion. Okay, skip the one grade. Yeah. I mean, that's not insignificant, though. No, Nicole it's not. Loves it's massively to talk significant. about skipping a grade. But it was because she came from Australia to America, and the grades, like, lined up Didn't differently. Didn't line up. You don't need um, to add all those details in. But, well, I feel like I do, because, because part remember, of mine she is... grounds me. Like, oh, she, that's true. She's the person who makes her. sure I don't get too excited about my accomplishments. And so I got I to gotta temper for. her enjoyment of that as well. But that's you true. legitimately skipped a grade because of smarts. Or like somebody misread a test result. It was Scantron. I don't know. <laughs> somebody misread a test result. All right. Somebody with the name Hartley mm. maybe should have been skipped mm-hmm. and not me. Uh, although part of my graduating young, going to college young, was also because I started school in Germany. So mm. the cutoff for here, I don't ever talk about this part. Yes, uh-huh. It <laughs> yeah. comes out. The cutoff at that time, you know, mm-hmm. was... Like you have to turn whatever age it's five, six, yeah. I don't know, kid things. Um, you have to turn some age by usually it's the start of school, like September. Well, in Germany, it was the end of the year and my birthday is Christmas Eve. So I was mm-hmm. always the youngest and that was only kindergarten. But then when I got here, they were like, you don't need to do kindergarten again, even though you're a full year yeah. younger. Yeah. So I started a year younger than everyone. And then, and then later, later yeah, did a little leapfrog. So that's how it ended uh-huh. up that I was younger than it's interesting. Everyone. You just referenced your birthday falling on Christmas Eve. Yes. I've in the past I've only heard you describe it as Christmas Eve falling on your birthday. I know. I was trying to not be okay. obnoxious like I normally am okay, about well, it. Okay, well, now eliminated that possibility. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, uh something else we agree upon, I think. Now I'm there's a part of me that is, is it in when to sheer use the word upon? terror. Oh, probably not. We we definitely don't agree on grammar. You no. you believe it should be used correctly, and I am just fumbling my way through uh-huh. 
Hopefully these sentences make some sort of sense. Right. Uh, okay, the Oxford comma. Oh, yes. What a great segue. Yes. Um, I love an Oxford comma. I, I don't understand anyone who argues against it. That's I, a bunch I cannot of morons. Sorry, half your audience. the argument against the Oxford comma. <sighs> well. I, I really hope right now there are people that are Googling Oxford comma. That would make me so happy. Yeah? Yeah. What maybe the, we should maybe uh, we should set a uh, some kind of analytics alert situation <laughs> and see if we can see a spike the day this comes if there's out. <laughs> some sort of coincidence between people listening to this episode and search result. Okay, I'm sure we can do that. I, I there's going to be correlation. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I love the Oxford comma. In fact, when I first this is going to sound like I think I'm Mark Zuckerberg. When I started my first company. Mm, yes, indeed. That's hysterical. Uh, I named it the Oxford mm-hmm, Comma. Mm-hmm. As is because it is my favorite. What's an adjective? It describes something. There you go. Because an adverb describes an action. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. See? I mean, I'm telling Better you, I was, like, I was white knuckling it right there. <laughs> I feel like I know how to use many of these things. I just could not tell you what they are. Yeah. Often neither could I. Yeah. I just know sometimes like half a percent more than the other person. Well, that's which an important is all half a I percent. ever need. I mean, we could do the whole podcast on that. Oh, absolutely. Everyone thinks they need to be like the 100% expert. No, no. You just got to be a little bit smarter than the next guy. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, we can't touch that. You don't even have to be the smartest one in the room. Yeah. You just have to be the smartest one who can hear you in a room. <laughs> whole rest of the room can be filled with you know nobel laureates uh mm-hmm. but if the people who can hear you if mm-hmm. you've got them you know yeah. outsmarted on any topic just a skosh you're in i i would imagine and maybe this is unfair but but you can tell me i will let you tell me all right um that you have a pretty good sense for the topics that you can excel at oh yes and likely keep as conversations soon as steered one comes in those up directions. that i can't excel at I will be in the parking yeah. lot. You're like, oh, this is suddenly. Uh, oh, I gotta wash my hair. I've got yeah. to take care of. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also a very smart thing. Yeah. Although more confession time, I did not used to uh, wield that very well mm-hmm. because I used to be a bit of a liar. Oh. I mean, I used in a past life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and by past life, I mean like my early twenties. Mm-hmm. I used to um, pontificate about things Mm. of which I had no place pontificating. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what point that changed. I think that's probably something everyone does. They're like, oh, I'm all blustery, soapboxy about some stuff. I have no idea what it really is. You know, I don't have any idea about the meat of it. I just know the like six words I know about it. I would imagine the internet changed that for a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. phones and pockets. Yeah. Like at that point, yeah. you say something and someone says, eh. "Yes, no, no, no." Look here. That's true. Yeah, it's not a good feeling. No, to be really sure about something and then someone show you the evidence that you're wrong. Oh, e- that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I try anyway, to so that. yes, I know now to keep my mouth shut when I don't know about something. Yeah, I I think that that's it's good to be able to ask questions and it's good to be able to say you don't know. Yes, but it's also a a strong skill to ensure that your strengths are enhanced mm-hmm. by leaning into them wherever you can. Oh, absolutely. And excusing yourself when <laughs> yeah. I have no strengths in this arena. Right. I'm going to listen quietly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So uh, it, at the time of our meeting, you've been in Alaska for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you you had a, 
a gig that that brought you to Alaska, mm-hmm. and you're um, a, a transplant with like no real ties to Alaska. Correct. Prior to this, yeah, like that's a pretty big deal. So you're yeah. you're Midwest kid, is that? Uh, yes, uh, di- bar- different parts of sure. the Midwest, but yes. Funny that you say transplant because when I uh, moved to Chicago, I started a blog called Chicago Transplant. Mm. Oh, no one looked that up. Let's make sure that's offline. Oh, man. <clears throat> there wasn't a lot on it. Um, except for a great header photo that I took myself. So I was always very proud of. Um, it's like nine pixels, the whole mm-hmm. photo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, um, I came here to work with a friend of mine. Um, rather unknown everything else. I had visited once mm-hmm. um, in the summer. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with no intention at all at that point of... Of really ever returning, yeah. um, let alone staying. But yeah, I I, I, mo- I came here with the intention of staying 18 months, mm-hmm. famous last words. And yeah. now, as we've surmised, I'm coming up on seven years. So yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And so you had like a finance background. I did. Yes. In uh, I went to your school, previous life uh, for the field of finance, and then I went into that field in Chicago and. Um, did a couple of different jobs there in that field. I got a Series 7. I got a Series 3. I was all licensed up. I'm sure those are important things. Is, is that a... Other people might know that they are important. I just sound like... Important it's a, that is it, it is an Audi? Very... <laughs> That's, oh I no, we know I didn't know how I to got, drive I before got, I got here. That's true. That's true. You... No, I got no... Is it an Audi? <laughs> uh, no, they are tests that you take to be able to... Do lots of things in the financial okay, markets. Okay. <laughs> so I was at a job I at a company I did not care for, mm-hmm. who treated people very poorly, mm-hmm. um, at every single level, and I needed to get out of that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I'm terrible with authority anyway. So every job I have, I've been like, "Ooh, why is there somebody bossing me?" <laughs> um. And especially that job, I just, I wanted to change. I was done with it. Um, and then this opportunity came and I was like, what is stopping me? Mm-hmm. Why not just go? And That's then I did. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Like I think of every remotely exciting thing I've, I've done in my life and none of them are that exciting. <laughs> um, I, other people have said that to yeah. me. I guess when it's your own, you know, sure. life, it doesn't seem, I mean, it was daunting, but it doesn't seem like. Yeah jumping off a cliff but that's exactly how other people would have described it um so i have realized since the time i've been here and then talking to people especially a lot of my friends now have been here their whole lives Mm -hmm. which to me is i mean i've lived not a ton of different places but one two three four five six seven a handful two almost two handfuls um so i have come to realize that i am less risk averse than the average bear perhaps Mm -hmm. Which I don't, yeah. I don't think I realized until you know I was thirty or something. Well, and I, I think different people process risk differently. The mm-hmm. thing that would feel risky to me might not feel risky to you. Right. But there's something that I'm totally at ease doing that you would say, "Holy cow! Yeah. Why would you do that?" That's completely true. Yeah. You're right. And so I think we process those things in different ways. And yeah. Yeah. But so you pick up your life and you move. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that, aside from just generally being smart, mm-hmm. um, which helps you in a lot of different ways, obviously. Yeah. Um, you, and I, I don't know if this is has always been you or if this is a new like Alaska Lauren version. I love because you. you only know this me. 
Yeah. You know, you know. But you, you seem so good at developing relationships. Like, I feel like where you're at now is due in large part to developing relationships along the way mm-hmm. and being good at relating to people and demonstrating the value you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Has that always been a thing for you or is that relatively no, new? That's, I mean, I've always been, um, nope, can't even say that. <laughs> I walk in it back in my head. I'm like, don't say no, that out loud. That's not true. That's not a part of speech. But <laughs> Uh, I do not believe that that has ever been a strong suit of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, just as like a, a non-professional example, but I've never had as many friends as I have right now. Mm-hmm. Ever. Not not even close. Yeah. Like, talking like one, two is, you know. The two max, friends you have max now, of four. you've never had, I've never had close more to than that, that many. You jerk. <laughs> uh, right. I was rocking a zero before I got yeah, to you. Yeah. Um, so I think that... And, that dovetails because a lot of those people are also my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so there has been some work put in on both, both sides yeah. of that relationship. But um, I don't, I think that was born out of necessity. Um, and eagerness, I guess, to make what I was trying to do work. Mm-hmm. That's the, cause I didn't know when I started doing what I do now, I had never, I had never run a business. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I didn't know all the things that were necessary to make it successful. The only yeah. thing uh, that I could really think of was to make people trust and like you, Yeah, you know, mostly trust because I think that people, if you, if you gain someone's trust, they usually do like you. So those things follow. Mm -hmm. And I didn't doubt that I could probably get done the work that needed to get done. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that I could, uh, that I felt like this is something I absolutely have to do is to make all the people who I wanted to work with me, trust me. Yeah. And then, so I tried to do that. Do you think some of that is cultural? Do you think that in a place like Chicago, that the importance of like authentic relationships is different than it is in a small yes. place like Fairbanks. Two things. One, yes, uh, for sure, because the volume of people is uh, is so different that people can be easily replaced. Mm-hmm. Relationships can be replaced. Uh, customers can be replaced unless you have, you know, unless you're in a a, a very niche industry, which yeah. is. There, there's a lot of that. And there are small businesses too, you know, where individual, there are stores in the sure. neighborhood yeah. where I lived in Chicago and if they had, you know, th- but it was always like, oh, hello, but there was never, th- there was never any further than that. They were nice and polite yeah. and all of that, but there was not a lot of relationship building that I experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yes, the volume of people makes it so that you can even, not even in a, a purposeful way, but you can churn through people mm-hmm. pretty quickly because things are moving quickly and you have a lot of customers to serve and things yeah. of that nature. Whereas here, or in any, I mean, we're a special case because it is also isolated, not just yeah. a small town. Um, but there is, everyone is connected. Mm-hmm. And so building relationships, I think, is mu- even much more important. And I witnessed this when I first got here just by virtue of the fact that everyone I met already knew all the other people that I had met. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I never met anyone. And I was like, I met this guy, Jeff. And they're like, oh, yeah, Jeff. I'm like, but I thought I had met him. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, I, I'm... They're like, no, no. So we, you know, obviously we're in the Christmas play in third grade. So I was like, all right, well, I'm really behind. I got to catch up a lot. Yeah. But it, everything is so connected because there, it's a smaller community. 
you've alluded to running a small business. We I haven't have. talked directly about that. You're doing graphic design work. Yes. I mean, is that is that how you would characterize it? That's yes. You you, you we've partnered together, so you do all the design work for Dateline. Yeah. Um, but you also do a lot of freelance work, and mm-hmm. you have all sorts of other projects in addition to that. Yes. Um, so how how does that come about? Because I know that you didn't just decide this is my life's work as I'm going to get a finance degree and then become a graphic designer. <laughs> That's true. And yet it, at some level, it also seems like a perfectly natural progression given sure. what I know about you. Right, right. Um, it came about, I started doing at the the company that I worked at when I moved here, um, did marketing and all sorts of things uh, in that vein. And so I started to kind of just play around with graphic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, I, before, before moving here, and the short time before that, when I was thinking about trying this opportunity, I am always, I've always been interested in like looking at things of that nature, but mm-hmm. I didn't, I had never, I had never pursued in any way, yeah. not, not even as a hobby or anything. So I started like just kind of feeling it out, learning the, learning the tools, things like that, like doing research all the, mm-hmm. about the industry. Mm-hmm. And then I just started making things. Um, most of them were horrific. In fact, last yeah. night I was searching for a file for a current project. And so I put some search term into my computer and it happened to come up with a bunch of old, I'm yeah. talking like five and a half, six year old file. Like my, almost my original, original yeah. stuff. Ooh, that was funny. That yeah. stuff is bad. That's where everybody <laughs> starts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it was bad. And then I kept doing it and then it became less bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that time that I was contemplating either leaving or trying to mm-hmm. make something here work, um, a client that I had been working with at my old company said, you know, you should try. I mm-hmm. mean, it was, it was honestly, it was her impetus that started this. Yeah, yeah. Two of them actually um, both said, you should try to do this on your own. And I was like, say what now? Um, <laughs> because as much as I don't like authority and as I consider myself somewhat risk averse, that never crossed my mind mm-hmm. as something that I would end up doing in my life. Graphic design or running your own business? Running your own business. Yes. Yeah. Um, graphic design may, maybe like a pipe dream kind of thing, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, r- doing it by myself never, yeah. never really entered in my mind. And then I thought again, this, it seems like I should, get this tattooed on me i thought well why not like mm-hmm. i think i may be able to so why not just try it yeah the bottom falls out i leave anyway you know mm-hmm. um and then i just kept doing it all the time for a while i kept doing it day and night and yes. day and night i want to i want to ask you about time management oh. especially from a returning into my faults part of this yes discussion? specifically that. okay um from a from a small business standpoint like you are you're it yeah if, if you're not i i am a, I'm a somewhat larger small business right so i have the luxury of when i leave there are still people here that i have to pay money right but they're <laughs> generating income right yes and so ideally um there's more income than i'm having to pay for and you know we make money right uh if you're not working that you're not getting no paid and your uh your ability to generate income is at some level Capped. limited by the number of hours that exist in a given day absolutely so how do you navigate that um that is one of the hardest parts i think um because it's a lot of feast or famine mm-hmm. um 
and but that doesn't work if there's only one of you you know yeah you can't i don't have the ability to work for 36 hours to get things done for four different people who all want it on friday yeah and then take four days off like that doesn't that's not yeah i mean i've done close to that maybe but that doesn't really exist um so i don't have a good answer for how you navigate that um i just try hard (laughs) i'm just asking how you navigate. no i'm saying i don't know i there's not like a uh there's not uh i don't that's what i'm saying i don't even have a good answer for how i do Mm -hmm. it um i try i've been trying more recently to have a balance between you know on and off work time Mm -hmm. um and i think that i'm getting better at that over time and as i develop longer relationships with clients you can set expectations with people who you know better um but other than that i don't turn it off a whole lot Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i mean that's a that's a good question for mm. me to think about myself mm-hmm. also. When do you prefer to work? If you had to pick a time of day when you <laughs> thought, here's when I'm going to bust out the Noon jams. to midnight. Noon to midnight. If not, more like one to one. <laughs> I was about to say, midnight seems early. I made myself go stop working at one last night. It was 104 and I said, I said midnight. So yeah. 104 was when it actually mm-hmm. happened. Um, which is not to say I'm working 18 hour days every day for me, but I do not prefer the AM hours Mm -hmm. for the start of my day. I prefer the AM hours for the end of my day. So, (laughs) uh, I prefer if possible to get up later and be up later. Mm -hmm. Um, over the time I've been running this business, I've tried to change that several times does not stick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no real, there's no requirement that I do so yeah. anytime I, you know, I can be, I, I'm not just trying to make other people work around my schedule, but almost all my work is solitary. Mm-hmm. I have meetings where we, you know, cover projects and yeah. answer questions and things like that, but I'm always by myself. So what does it matter if it's 9 PM? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if you can make the, the scheduling, the, the meeting side of it work, Yes. if people are, yeah. you know, uh, w- can't say words uh you should try (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of part of this (laughs) if the people you're you're meeting with you know your schedules overlap in in good ways then it doesn't matter yeah if if that was your first meeting of the day and it's their 10th you know (laughs) yes which is almost uh, almost every time i'm meeting i'm sure that's that's what's happening yeah. yeah um which always gives me a silent, like a little inside chuckle. I'm yeah. like, oh, you've been going at it for a while today. I'm like, I just had my Wheaties. <laughs> I've been just kidding. I don't cereal. <laughs> cereal is cereal? gross. But, uh, oh, my Lord. <laughs> cereal is real gross. Um, but I just had my English muffin and I'm raring mm-hmm. to go for the day because I just started. Yeah. Yeah. And real fresh, real going. fresh for that noon meeting. <laughs> Everyone else is dragging a little bit head yeah, to lunchtime. Yeah, like, gotta, my, like, gotta oh, get my second cup of coffee. I'm like, really? Let's do this. I am bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, went to bed at four. <laughs> what are the challenges, I, I would think especially in a small town, mm-hmm. around convincing people of the value of professional design? I, I get it. So we, you yeah. do our work for us. So yeah. I, I totally understand that. Yeah. And I think that the larger the community, the more competition or uh, whatever it is, but people are more keyed into the fact that they need professionals to be doing right. visuals for them. Right. Because their competitors yeah. look sharper than sure. they do. Yeah. But to think the smaller the town, the harder it is to convince people that here's why it matters. I actually just recently, like last week, 
with a new client sort of had to explain, not explain why it's worth the money in those mm-hmm. exact words, but that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, he luckily had some examples of other, of competitors and whatnot. So I just, to me, it's very quick for me to point out why these don't look professional. Mm-hmm. Um, but to some of the people, it doesn't register like that. Uh, you know, they're just, it's just a, you know, a yeah. picture on a page or whatever. Not a picture, but, you know, a graphic. Yeah. Um, so I finally, I think, gotten some of the language down to be able to tell people, like, this is why someone looking at your product or service uh, from an outside perspective, a custom, unknown customer, mm-hmm. this is why they would tip towards you if they saw both of yeah. these things. And they're like, oh, that actually matters to anyone. I was like, yes, it does. Yeah. Otherwise, you know coke and everyone else in the world uh wouldn't be putting money into branding and things of that nature so i have found that the longer i do it the easier it is to show and and honestly the the longer i do it the more examples i have to show Mm -hmm. like look look at this in your own community i'm like do you recognize that immediately like if i don't show you the name do you know what that is and they're like yeah i'm like Mm-hmm. That's because of branding. Yeah. And then I stand up and take a bow. It's really kind of showy. Oh wow. Yeah. Is there maybe a orchestral flourish <laughs> at that point? It's like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the best way I've found. Some people are not going to be convinced. Sure. Um, but I have found that they're to not be your customers, l- right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes they're potential customers, and then we have a discussion, and I find out they are not. Um, but that's more rare than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, people do see the value in it. And they see the value in you sitting down to explain why it has value. Yeah. I think that's half of it. You know, they want, and and a lot of these are small businesses too, or small uh, nonprofit organizations Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And so they, people are much more likely to be convinced of what you're saying if you mean it, Mm -hmm. which I think is an obvious thing to say. But when you sit down with someone directly and, you know, you talk them through why you think what you're doing is valuable as opposed to uh, just like sending your portfolio which I've only actually cold sent my portfolio one time and I never heard back. Not cold sent. They <laughs> at, they requested it, yeah. you know, asked me for work sample via email. And I think we talked about this because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm supposed to get a portfolio together. Because uh, yeah. mine, all of my, I've never advertised. All of my client base is all referral. Yeah. Um, so people see value in that, in sitting down and, sure. you know, walking them through what you do and why you're good at what you do. Yeah. I, I feel like there are a number of things where the only reason I've had the opportunity to pursue that was because I had the chance to have that kind of conversation. Yes. If it had just been, I'm going to send you my resume and a few testimonials, I would have been yeah, sunk. Moving on. But being you're able not to that have great that on one-on-one, paper. man, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you're wonderful in all the ways. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Especially your website is pretty good. Well, yes, it's I had sharp. some help with that. Yeah. Now we can talk about who helped me with that later. I can let you know uh-huh. who they were. Right. Um, Sending no, but so th- so that is that that was a moment for me when when I asked you to work on our website. Um, oh yeah. Uh, you helped us with you helped me with my personal website and with mm-hmm. Dateline's website. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that I have limited hours in the day. Right. To do smart things. And if I spend it in this arena, working on the website, which I love stuff like that. And so it's easy to kind of nerd out on that. Yeah. But is that going to be the best use of my time and my resources? Yes. And my company and my employees, they may need me focused in other areas than just 
doing some of those Great. kind of things. Centering your and so that's why it's wonderful to have people who are professional and capable and can do those things mm-hmm. one faster than me and better yeah. uh, in terms of uh, having an eye for what really stands out and what works and what goes together. And, yeah. and you know, my life is navy blue, white, and gray. That's, yeah, you that's are, it. You are a particular sort. That's I mean, the whole thing. Literally right now, I, I mean, I've known that, but now that I'm looking at you, yes. it's a lot. Everything in my closet matches everything else in my closet. I, I mean, that's a great way to live. It, it is a great way to live but not for me it is perhaps yeah I mean, if only a more vibrant if that's, only that's we great. if only people could see now <laughs> i basically look like i'm gonna be on the muppet show and <laughs> you look like you're gonna be on espn after hours the Muppet Show. um but what aside from that um that is also now that you brought it up something that i try to impress on clients or or possible future clients, some of the things I do, um, because I do a bit of uh, content creation and uh, copy editing type Mm -hmm. of stuff too. um, And some of what I do, it's not that these people couldn't do it necessarily, but I'm like, you know what I can't do? Make widgets. So you make the widgets Mm -hmm. and I will tell everybody else that you're doing that. Um, And like you said, it would take... These people have to, uh, uh, you know, business owners or whoever it is that will have to not only learn the technology, yeah. but, you know, then you're constantly band-aiding it because you didn't do it professionally the first mm-hmm. time, things like that. Sure. So that is another place where I try to show, it's hard to show that value until someone has experienced it. Yeah. If they're like, oh my gosh, my niece's babysitter's brother did a logo for us yep. in 94 and it's just not working for this 10-foot billboard we want yep. or 10-foot banner we want to make. Um, so if someone has already gone through that experience, it's pretty easy to point out yeah. that's, let me show you why that happened and why it wouldn't happen if you hired me to do your thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I tell people. You are good at the thing that your business is doing. I'm good at the thing that my business is doing. So mm-hmm. let's go forward on that. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Wh- one of the, the things that we get at Dateline over and over and over again is no one knows where the original logo is. Yes. Right? That is, and yeah. so we have a copy of a copy and they're trying yes. to blow it up real big and it's not working right. Yep. And could we could we get access to the original? Well, no one knows where it is. Right. Having that professional who uh, gives you, if, if, here's your logo, but I got a copy of it here too. <laughs> right. And, I got one know, on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. I have um, in recent, the past two years or so of this started to um, put together a very specific set of deliverables mm-hmm. for specifically a logo. Yeah. Um, and cause a lot of the work I do is um, not evergreen. It's for an event or for, mm-hmm. you know, these are, yeah. but for logos, because when I started this, I was doing things where I needed other people's logos. Yeah. Now I'm making the logos and I'm like, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to put this in a folder called don't ever delete this because, and I say this all the time, which is <laughs> terrible, but I say it when I, when I finally turn, when a logo is done all the way and I turn it over, I give them a, a zip file and I share it, you know, in a cloud service. And I say, here's all the places you can get it. If I get hit by a bus tomorrow, mm-hmm. I said, because you, you know, have clearly paid me for these services yep. and I don't want to be a burden. I don't want yeah. this service to have been a burden later um, because only because I started trying to track down logos when I began doing this and it is yeah. a monster. Yeah. Yeah. It really. It's like your company's birth certificate though. It is. Like the, it's like, I want to impress upon people how important it is, yeah. but to a lot of people, it's just a file. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, 
it's the same as you know your facebook cover for, or your facebook uh profile picture and this and that yeah. and it, you know it's a thumbnail size and it doesn't matter yeah. and and it's so it's funny because it's like my whole yeah my yeah, whole you, life you know all the nuance <laughs> there yes and yeah. i'm like just believe me you're gonna want to put yeah. that file somewhere real safe yeah well and and the uh i need this for this right yes and i'm not thinking of the fact that i may need it for four other things in two right. years but you as a designer can say hey here's how in my experience these things get used in a lot of different ways yeah here's what you're going to need down the road yeah so you can potentially save them from disaster yeah when they don't even one of my favorites yeah. is uh embroidery we need mm -hmm. a, a version for embroidery um and that is not always like the the just the jpeg that you are yeah. using for your facebook doesn't always work for yeah. an embroidery company um or yeah lots of other specific things but the embroidery has come up a few times where people are like at a full-on panic mm -hmm. and i'm like give me like eight minutes like it's yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> we can get you an embroidery version yeah. no big deal well but that as i know so i i have an accountant for that reason yeah because i need somebody who i can call and say hey I'm supposed to produce this document. Do you know what that means? Right. Because I don't know all of that stuff. Yes. And uh, my the guy that works on my car, like yeah. that's an important yeah. job to me because I don't know about all that stuff and yeah. I need somebody I can trust. And that, so having that person, I'd like to think Dateline is kind of like that too, where people show up and yeah. we say, no, 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 we got we this. Got it. We got don't you. worry about it. Yeah. But where you can then turn to that person and say, here's the thing I'm supposed to have, but I don't know what that means. Yeah. And you get to say, I know what that means. Yeah, that's this is actually, why as you were you saying that, I was like, oh, this that's like probably my favorite part. Other yeah. than creating something that you can show someone and they really, yeah. like you can tell they, you just killed it. They love yeah. it. Um, that's the best part probably. I would imagine. Um, but the second best part is probably being able to be the go-to for something. Because all the jobs I've had until I did started doing mm -hmm. this was, I was just like a cog. You know, I'm pushing papers. I literally stamping things quite often and moving it on to the next person. Yeah. Not that none of those jobs had, not that they had no value, but absolutely it's, it's different when someone comes to you, no matter if they're frantic or not, but they think that you have a solution for them for a problem they have and you yeah. absolutely have it. You're like, done. Got it. I don't, don't even break a sweat. I got it. Um, and that happens more often than I would have thought in a field like graphic design, yeah, yeah. you know, but people need some things printed sure, or they need it to be projected on a wall yeah. or they need, you know, 450 shirts made and something is wrong and you're that's the one deal, that's yeah. going to fix it yeah. and like save the day. You know, it's not heart surgery, but it's pretty cool when you're like, yeah. I got it. Don't worry about it. That's awesome. On top of it. So how do people, like if they want to avail themselves of your services, Oh, how do they do so? You can email me at Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, at laurenhattie.com, L-A-U-R-E-N-H-A-T-T-Y. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking time Absolutely. out of the hours you have to generate income right. to sit here and jaw with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I woke up for this, so. <laughs> it is two o'clock in the afternoon. Ex so that's, that's okay. Okay. Well, yeah. that's, there you go. Um, I uh, appreciate the work that you do. I, I think that you have a 
as you should if you're a designer, but you have a, such a good sense of style. Oh, thank you. And so, like, our community needs that. We need oh. people who have, who are going to kind of, like, push the bar up a little bit around what looks good and what, what works. a and lovely thing to say. I think we've used the word logo a lot, and we should be saying brand identity. That's true. That's I, way I better. I mean, it is, that's absolutely true. Yeah. 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 Brand identity is where it's at. Are the Cardinals going to make it to the playoffs next year? Um, World Series bound. World Series per, bound. Per always. You heard, oh, oh, well, that clearly is factually inaccurate. Bound? I yeah. mean, sometimes they don't make it, but. <laughs> Cardinals, Yankees, World Series. That's what we got, right? Yachty forever. Yachty forever. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to The Spark, our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work. All the details are at datelinedigital.com forward slash spark. <laughs>